0: Hey y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the intuitive therapist podcast. Well, y'all I'm delivering this from my new home. Uh, I moved just last week and, um, God bless what a process that was purging and packing and then loading the truck and then unloading the truck and trying to figure out where everything goes. Um, you know, the adjustment, and uh, it's really tested my level of patience, not only with myself, but with the whole process of adjusting. And uh, I think it kind of ties into the topic of today of um, you lack nothing, so you got to use what God gave you. And we all have done this to some degree, maybe we still do it. Uh, I know I've done it before. We look at other people's lives and we want what they have. Maybe we want their lifestyle, their material wealth, their ability to have children, their freedom from responsibility, their professional success, their peace and calm. And for those of us who want what others have, we tend to ask ourselves the rhetorical questions of, well, how did they get that? And Why is it so hard for me to have that? What what's wrong with me that I can't have that? So, as you know, I think a lot about life and I do my best to share with my clients and with you listeners the lessons and insights that I've learned in my life along the way in hopes that maybe it'll help you. What's interesting to remember, and what's paramount to know, is that what appears as a division of status and opportunity to those who want what other people have, it's actually an illusion. So I'm going to explain to you what I mean. Yes, you can literally notice a rich person from a poor person. There is evidence everywhere of that disparity, but you don't know somebody's story about how they got there and you don't know their life lessons, right? Unless you sit down with a person and talk with them, you'll never know somebody's story. You'll just operate on assumptions. And the truth is that everybody has the same opportunities to become what they covet in other people. Problem is, we get in our own way and our mind convinces us that we can't have the luxurious life that other people have in whatever way we consider luxury to be, you know? And luxury exists along a spectrum. And to some, luxury, it's not money related. Perhaps it's time-related, to have enough time to rest, to recuperate, to do some self-care, to go back to school, to create, to dream, to go on a vacation, to just stop for a moment. Funny thing is about time, y'all, is that we all have the same amount of it in a day. Right? But there are those of us who say, I don't have enough time. Do you ever wonder why people have, who have busy lives also feel like they have time? Does that make sense? So here's the reality. Sometimes it doesn't make sense to be busy but have enough time for the things that you want. I think that's confusing for people. But I know in past podcast episodes, I've talked about time and the truth that we all have the same amount of time It's just that some of us use it differently than others, right? We don't try to be as uh, efficient of how we're operating day to day to make the most efficient use of our time. But what about the luxury of money or energy or creativity or love and connection or significance or safety or variety or growth or contribution? What about motivation and faith and inspiration or drive, uh, or achievement? These are all luxuries, but look, I wonder if you've ever thought about them that way. We're all resourceful to the extent that we believe we are. And that is the crux of today, right? So when I talk about resilience and when I talk about belief and when I talk about feeling like an underdog or feeling like you don't have the same opportunities or you don't believe you have. It's really a belief that you don't have the same opportunities as somebody else who is in a different position, like they're on the other side of the fence, right, on the greener grass. I always think about this movie, The Pursuit of Happiness, right, When, when I talk about resourcefulness. If you've not watched that movie, I highly suggest you do. It fits very well with today's episode called You Lack Nothing, Use What God Gave You. So in short, the movie is about a man who has struggled to make ends meet. His wife leaves him, and he assumes custody of his young son because he knows that, A, he's not going to give up his his rights, and he knows that his wife, uh, soon-to-be ex-wife, uh, really kind of isn't necessarily fit to... Uh, work all the time that she needs to work and parent their son. So Will Smith is the lead character and his real life son Jaden plays his on-screen son. So Will Smith's character traverses all the avenues he can to sell his machines to doctors. Uh, and right now I can't remember what kind of machines they were, but uh, I think it was to medical doctors, but he continues to run into obstacles Oh, and by this, by the way, this movie is based on a true story. So one day he decides to change his life. So he wears, he, he decides that getting into investments is the way to go, but he didn't know anything about investments, but he knew he wanted to learn. He knew that was his way out. So here's a guy who's pretty, who's lost everything except for his son and his last uh, machine to sell. And he wears the one suit, the one white shirt, the one pair of shoes that he has to be a part of this six-month free, unpaid internship. And he works his ass off to secure a spot in, his, in this investment company. So he's working for free. He has nothing and um, he's hoping to make the cut. By night, he's sleeping at homeless shelters and in underground train bathrooms, all the while taking his son with him, trying to find care for him. He persists, hustles, and he works for six months interning for this company, hoping to be the one person who's picked for this open position out of, I don't know, 60 other people, they choose one. So at the end of the six-month internship, they show the movie shows that he's called into a meeting room where many white businessmen sit around a conference table. And he's shopping at the bit. You could feel how, how his heart is palpitating, right? Uh, because he knows that he is one decision away from his life changing drastically either way. But that decision in, isn't his to make. It's all of these white established men who live in security and safety while he secretly lives in, home, in homelessness. And by the way, he is a black man. As he sits and listens to this one man speak to him, he begins to tear up. This guy was a partner, you could, you could feel it. They've noticed his hard work, his hustle, and they've noticed how well he did on his exam. And they paint the picture for him that he might be chosen, but he's in a slew of viable options. And you could feel the tension and the hope sitting on top of his chest. You could see his breathing, waiting for the decision that will change his life. Finally, the man says that they would like to hire him. That he was the one they wanted and you could feel this deep relief he did it he won he overcame he had nothing material to show for himself especially compared to all these men around that table and all of the other men who were also in his unpaid internship who had clean clothes food to eat new shoes and places to rest at night But he had had everything. He had his desire. He had his mind. He had his drive. He had his hunger to figure it out. He was committed to ending his struggles. And that's why he won. To accomplish anything, you need to have a big reason why. You need to have your big why. And you need to be striving for something in order to get it. You need to know exactly what you want and why you want it, to call it in and to take the actions necessary to achieve it. And everybody has the opportunity to gain to gain clarity on their big why. This is the key to success. A, realize why you want something and understand that the big why has to be compelling enough that you are so fucking hungry for it that you'll do whatever it takes to get it. And the big why is connected to what you want to feel, not what you want to get. Because the truth is we're all driven by our, our emotions, right? So I've talked about this before. You can get all these kinds of material things and and the high that you get from getting them Uh, Isn't because of the thing itself, it's the feeling you get from having it, right? So plain and simple, you want money? Why? To feel free. You want somewhere to live? Why? To feel safe and secure. You want a loving relationship? Why? To feel connected and loved, cared for, protected, protected. You want fame and status, why? To feel significant, important. You want to learn something, why? To experience a sense of growth. You wanna make a difference in the world, why? To feel like a valuable contributor, like you matter. Whatever you want, you can have. You just have to get right with yourself about why you want it. I was talking with a friend the other day who had an aha moment in meditation. She'd been working diligently to call money in, but hasn't been able to get back to the prosperity that she once knew. What she realized is that she wasn't motivated by the reason she thought she was. So she thought she was motivated, Uh, by a reason that would bring in what she asked for right to feel free to be able to give back and those are wonderful motivations her underlying motivation though the one that was really truly blocking her abundance was that she wanted to prove others wrong so unbeknownst to her she realized that her motivation wasn't pure it was kind of pretty murky so have you ever experienced this? Have you ever realized what blocks you have from, uh, having what you want, right? You ever realize, uh, I'm sure we all think about this. We're like, Hey, we really want something. Something's getting in the way. It's not materializing as quickly as we want to. Something's in the way, but I don't know what it is. And the truth is, it's not often what you think it is. It's uh, oftentimes, Um, you know, there's a reason underneath the motivation that you think you're operating from. And the truth is the reason why things aren't happening as quickly as you would like them to happen is that there's a conflicting feeling, right? You say you feel one, one way and, uh, but the truth is you feel desperation, anger, resentment. Maybe you're still, uh, living in uh the childhood trauma emotions that you have or you're conditioned um, as you grew up you ha- you've been conditioned to believe certain things about your worthiness or your deservedness and any of these things are going to get in a way and stop you in your tracks from getting what you want so you got to get to what's underneath and will smith's character in the movie the pursuit of Happiness was motivated by only this, these these two things, to show his son what his father was capable of and to create a sense of safety and security for both of them. And when your motivation is pure and true, when you're aligned with it, when you aren't being duplicitous, then what you desire can't help but come to fruition. And each of us has an array of skill sets that are, u- that are unique to us, right? That, you know, that said, if we use them as a means to an end, the end being the feeling state that you truly want, then you can achieve what you want. That's what uh, uh, the man in the pursuit of happiness, and I'm sorry, I, I'm blanking on his, his real name. That's what he did. He kept that front and center. The true reasons, the true motivating whys, the big factors about why he wanted to achieve this uh, sense of accomplishment and greatness Truth is source has given each of us a beautiful blueprint to work with, even if you lived a tough, hard life. And I know many people who've had lives that have been unbearably tough. And I mean, unbearably tough. Who've come from nothing and less than nothing and who've done whatever they needed to do and were driven by these deep seated needs to create a sense of feeling of safety and freedom and security that that drove them that that simple desire drove them to achieve and to overachieve there's also a downside to that is that you can never achieve enough you can never have enough things you can never have enough money you can have never have enough uh employees or whatever sometimes the opposite of the overachiever is never being satisfied it's a uh Endless pit. But you can't achieve what you want when you're pissed off at the world, right? And everyone in it, um, right? If you blame everybody else and everything else, you're just getting in your own way, right? If you stick your mid- middle finger up at life and everybody else while you try to improve it, guess what happens? Because you're resonating most with the feeling of anger and contempt you are absolutely immediately putting up a block to calling in what you want and i've talked about this many many times how the universe responds to whatever emotion you hold on to and resonate with most strongly right and if you hold on to hate and anger and resentment depression helplessness greed The universe responds with experiences to match those emotions, the vibration of those emotions. And if you hold on to faith, love, opportunity, the belief that anything is possible for you, then the universe has no choice but to bring you all of those things that represent all of those feelings. So how do you shift from a state of helplessness or, or desperation or yearning or anger or sadness, to a state of certainty, freedom, faith, love. Simple, you change what you focus on. You figure out your big why, the real reason, the deep seated reason. And if you look at your life, you'll see that you're driven, your decisions are driven by a primary emotion. Find that. And then realize and get a clear sense of what it is, the big, real, big feeling that you want to feel in a regular, yeah, we all want to have rich richness. We all want to be abundant. We all want to have the money and the time to be indulgent, but that's really not the driver. What's underneath that? Why do you want that? Answer that question. Then ask yourself again, well, why do I want that? Why do I want the feeling of freedom? Well, it'll take away this heaviness that I carry. Well, why do you want to take away the heaviness? And whatever answer you have, and keep asking yourself why. Because I don't want to feel like I did when I was a kid. I don't want to become my parents. Why don't you want to become your parents? Do you see? Keep asking yourself why, and then you'll get to the root driver of why you do what you do why you really want the things and experiences you want. And here's also what I want you to think about when you change your focus. You clear on your big why. And then I want you to take a few additional steps. I want you to think about what the benefits are if you get these things, okay? Then I want you to think about what are the benefits others might experience from you having the things you want. And then I want you to think about what the benefits to the world would be if you achieved what you wanted to achieve and had what you wanted to have. I want you to go out that far. So you start with your benefits, other people's benefits, the world's benefits. How would the world be a better place because you feel happy, free, love, safe, Excited, motivated, inspired every single day of your life. How would that change the world? How would that change others? How would that change you? These are the things you have to focus on. Get out of focusing on you. That's why you're not accomplishing anything. Get out of focusing on you. Or not. It's up to you how you want to live your life. You can stay in a nasty place or you can decide to believe in your own ability to figure things out. You can decide to change your focus, or you can decide to stay in a woe is me state, right? So you gotta have the proper motivation to be able to change your focus. It's gotta be worth it to you. That's why you gotta get to your big why. Okay. So identify what you want and why you want it, your big why. Then watch the plan unfold once you get clear. And it's going to be a different plan than what your mind has thought of until now. Trust me, that's has got how the universe works. Our minds are so limited. It's funny. Our minds can only it, it, they can only it, it can only imagine so much. And then the universe always like gives us better. And we're like, holy shit, I can't believe, got this. That's even better than I ever imagined, right? So you decide what you what you get. You you get you get to choose and decide. Do you remember several podcasts ago, I gave you, it, it's called These Seven Words Will Change Your Life. I think that's what it's called. And the seven words are, I choose to know and believe that. I choose to know and believe that. And then you just keep filling in the blanks. I choose to know and believe that uh, my big why is clear. I choose to know and believe that I can achieve what I want. I choose to know and believe that t- today is a good day. I choose to know and believe how blessed I am because I woke up, okay? Keep finishing that sentence. And you tell the, the universe with utmost certainty what you want and have unwavering faith that you'll have it, that it already belongs to you. So you get clear on your why and the ripple effect benefits of having it on others and the rest of the world. And then you take guided action, the hunches, nudges, and even the very clear steps that are in front of you and you'll get better back more than you ever imagined. Nobody is resourceless. No one has it better than you you have what it takes to succeed. So use what God gave you. Your toolbox is filled with resources if you would just open it, if you would just see yourself as lacking nothing. None of us lack anything. And truth is, I believe in you. I have faith in you. And I love you and I send you love and I I know that some of you are looking at your life, your bank account, your apartment, your car, your whatever your current circumstances are. And you're saying, well, she has no idea how bad I got it right now. And I'm saying, I I get it. And yes, I do. And I also know just like in the movie, The Pursuit of Happiness, you can overcome, figure out your big why, the feeling you want to feel and then follow the guided nudges. And ladies, if you're ready to step into that next phase of your life, step into alignment with your big, true, your true big why and get clear on what your path is to figure out that, then you're going to want to attend my free three part live mini course called destined for more. It's a mini series. And to register it and the course, the mini, um, the mini series type in this URL, HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash Janice R com forward slash destined. I'll give it to you again. HTTPS colon. That's just the two dots forward slash forward slash dot com forward slash Destined. I'm so excited. I, you know, like I've always said, uh, at least since I've announced this, I'm, I'm uh, preparing and getting everything ready and I can't wait to see on the other side. We've got a lot of people registered and uh, this is the first time I've done this and I can't wait. Can't wait to see your beautiful faces. So please join me it's free. I'm going to give you a ton of value and hopefully you will have some ahas that offer you some shifts. So HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash JaniceRCohen.com forward slash destined. I wish you a wonderful day, a blessed week, and as always live intuitively.